We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With the seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell. Tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg. Yes. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkins. Yes. They did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? All right, guys, welcome back to Spotify Green Room Lions Bengals post game sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. That was a positive from today. Welcome out here, Underdog Fantasy. Uh, parlays due for the, the one o'clock shit. window. Shit, it did absolute shit. Let me explain why. Okay. Um, I was 10 okay. yards away with um, Joe Burrow um, from hitting my parlay, and you know what they do? You take him out the goddamn game. Yep. Take him out. So I got fucked. I was close too. I, I hit one of them with the Jamar Chase one, but then I had another one that Khalif Raymond was five yards short and Devontae Booker from the Giants needed to find more yards. That hurt. Everything else hit. But whatever. Now let's talk about Lions, Bengals now. Malcolm, what's just like the, the first thought that comes in your head when you watch this game? Um, first thought. Offensively, it's bad. <laughs> I mean, that's is offensively. Offensively, we can't. It's, it's. I don't know. And it starts with the quarterback. I just. I just don't know. Like, I don't know if this is fixable now. Like, it is. It's come to a point that is so bad right now. I don't know if it could be fixed. That's what I'm saying. Like, we try to install we, we try we try to like install these game plans like obviously we're not the coach but we're like we have like game plans set up you know get DeAndre Swift involved get TJ Hawkins involved Jared Goff it, 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 he stinks dude he actually stinks and he, his name of Jared Goof is stank it's not going I mean anywhere. shoot I'm gonna add on to it I'm gonna just add Jer- Jared Goofball it's fine <laughs> I'm just gonna continue I'm just gonna add to it Jared Goofball oh, man. man it is it is Bad man, like dude, he's at the point where he's not even completing checkdowns anymore. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, right now, like if you had to like look at all the NFL quarterbacks right now, all the starting, all the NFL starters, he is probably hands down playing the worst out of all of them, out of all the starters. Like I can't even, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Name. I don't know if I can name him. I can't. I don't know what starters playing worse than him. 
And now, if you look at the numbers, you're like, oh, no, his numbers are not that bad. But talking about performance on the field, like, n- damn the only, numbers. Only guy I could think, yeah, only guy I could think of is Zach Wilson or Big Ben. Zach, no, Zach Wilson is even playing better than him. At least Zach Wilson's throwing I mean, the Zach ball. Wilson. At least he's attempting to throw yeah. the ball down the field. Yes, <laughs> no, I, I mean Zach Wilson's a rookie, so I mean, and he's a rookie. Gonna... Yeah, and he is. Yeah. Big Ben had a hell of a game last week. I can't even say it's Ben. It's that bad. Yeah, it's, it might be golf. It might be golf. It might. It. I mean, the way he's played, man, and I've been, you know, I've been, I've been riding golf since he got here. You know, I was like, yo, give the guy a chance. You know, maybe he could do something. But this man. I mean, it's, it's coming too much now, man. What, what week is it? Week six? Week six? And he's still missing wide week open six, receivers? Yeah. I, we put another Duce at a half. That's four now. Four halves of football at zero points. I mean, it's come to a point that Dan Campbell was like, look, we're going to go on two-minute offense. That's how bad it's been. Mm-hmm. In the second half. And he still can't. He still couldn't move the ball. I know. I know. And then the broadcast goes, you know, Jared Goff he feels comfortable in these situations where he where he has some tempo because that's all he does. All he likes to do is check down the ball. He wasn't even executing those though today. I mean, it's ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he's been horrendous, horrendous. And I think if anyone had, I think if anyone had the, you know, people were scared that he might be the franchise quarterback that Brad Holmes drafted him and he brought him here. I think you could throw that out the window. No, there's there's no way in hell anybody in their right mind is saying Jared Goff is the future for this team. That's what I'm saying. There, there, there's no way. It's, it's, it's been. I mean, it, it's, it's bad. been bad, man. Like I don't, I don't even know this. What you what you take? What what is your take on the game, man? My take on the game was, yeah, I mean, you hit on the nail with the offense. Terrible and <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible. Uh, the energy, man. I mean, I don't understand. Y- your coach comes out with all that emotion in a press conference. How do you not want to go through a wall? I'm a fan sitting from my couch. I want to go through a wall for that guy. You play for the guy. Like, how how could you not want to just play for that guy and, and you know show some energy, social? I, I don't know. I mean. From the offensive perspective, it's bad, dude. It's really bad right now. From the defensive perspective, I thought they did a good job. I really did. I know the scoreboard doesn't look like they did very well on defense because they gave up a lot of points, but I thought they did a good job on defense. Um, holding Cincinnati Bengals only 10 points that they have, good job. I mean, the line defense, it's, it, it's getting better week in and week out. In the second half, they couldn't stop the run. I mean, Cincinnati was running down our throats, but – I mean, in that first half, you held them to ten points. You gave yourself a chance. You gave yourself, you gave your offense multiple chances to score points and make this a ball game. But the Lions' offense, I think, averaged uh, was averaging two point six yards in that first half, something like that, something very bad, and dropped another deuce. Yeah, um, you could just. I felt I felt bad for the defensive players because that first half they they played their hearts out, man. They held Cincinnati yeah. to ten points. And then in the second half, they just got worn down, man. They, you know, when the defense is out there majority of the time and they're just getting worn down, that shit like that happens. Yeah, it was the offense is not sustaining drives to to like even give your defense a breath. I mean, it's like a, a quick three and out or a turnover. It, it's just 
You know, it, it's just they're not orchestrating long drives to even give your defense a break. Like, if you're not scoring, but you're having long drives, it's one thing. And at least they were doing that earlier in the season. Like, obviously, you want to cash in. Like, it's not an excuse not to score, but they were actually, like, executing long drives. Today, no, they were not doing that at all until the very end of the game, which, you know, it didn't matter because you were so out of it at that point. But they couldn't sustain a drive. I mean, I, I'm just curious. I didn't even check the stat, but the time of possession had to be outrageous. Uh, from Cincinnati to Detroit, because every time you felt like you were watching, it felt like Cincinnati had the ball on offense. Yeah, um, let me see if I can pull it up right now. Um, if it lets me, <laughs> uh, yeah, I already know the time of the possession was ridiculous, but as far as like the, it's not even showing me. Um, yeah, I I, I already know. I got it right here. I got I, I got it right here. 35 minutes and 52 seconds for the Bengals, 24 minutes and 8 seconds for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, so there's that, man. It's just... <laughs> oh. Man, I, I don't even know right now, man. It, this is just... Offensively, offensively is nothing. nothing, man. And it's tough, man. And I, I, I'm, you know, I was on Twitter. You know, I saw a lot of the people on Twitter saying, start Blau. And we had a discussion earlier. Saying if we should start Blau, do you yeah. still feel like they they should still roll golf at this point? I just don't, what are people seeing David Blau? <laughs> what what is this about David Blau? Just because it's a different guy? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I see I seen David Blau from when he was here with um a couple years ago. Stafford was yeah. out, yeah, yeah. When Stafford was out, in it, it wasn't I mean, good. Like, it wasn't good. That's no. what I'm saying. Like, like, what are like, what are we expecting? We put David. Like, I think people are treating David Blau like he's like a, a first round quarterback that we're just stashing. Like, if that was the case, fine. But like, David Blau is a backup quarterback, guys. At best, at best, a backup quarterback. Like, what are we doing here? I know Jared Goff stinks. I'm not justifying Jared Goff, but David Blau. Are we really at that point? Yeah, that's what I'm seeing, man. Um. I don't I don't agree with it because I think Jared David Blau will do just as bad as Jared Goff, probably worse. I mean, that's how bad it is. I don't see David Blau being a a spark to the offense or anything. He doesn't have the arm strength. You think you think Jared Goff doesn't have an arm? And take a look at David Blau. His arm David Blau arm is worse than Jared Goff's. So I don't I don't know what you're gonna you know what we'll get from David Blau if, if we did start him. I mean, I understand wanting to see just a change of scenery because of how bad this is. Like, I understand. We just said Jared Goff might be the worst starting quarterback yeah, in the NFL yeah, now. So, like, I, 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 I understand. Yeah, I understand wanting the movement, but like, I know what David Blau is. David Blau at best is a backup quarterback, and I'm not saying Jared Goff is good. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I don't. If I see David Blau, I'm not excited. If David Blau t- takes the field. I mean, what is there? What is there to get excited about? What's David Blau's starting record as a starter? Owen, Owen, whatever. Owen, whatever. <laughs> he doesn't have he a win. I can tell you that. Game. He hasn't won. I a mean, game. he's Owen, Owen five, Owen six. I don't know the exact number, but he had what now, about five, six starts. If you want Detroit to go Owen seventeen, if you want Detroit to go Owen seventeen, yeah, start Blau. Start Blau from here. I on mean, out. like you might go in seventeen with Jared Goff, but you might, not you might, you might go seventeen with Jared Goff, man. It's the way this offense is looking. It's bad. Yeah, the offense is the offense is pitiful, dude. It's it's very bad, man. You're like you can't get anything going. Like at least in the previous weeks, we were to establish some type of run game. They couldn't do that at all today. 
they couldn't establish anything. And and missing Frank Ragnow is showing right now. You miss Frank Ragnow a lot in that interior. Yeah. This <laughs> I don't even know, man. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This, this is, whew. Let's talk about some positives. Do you have any positives from this game? I think we said it already. The defense. I think. Well, I think the de- the defense. I think the defense has been a positive for this. I mean, it was a positive for most of that game. I think. I, I think the second half. You know, it was tough because of, um, oh, what do you call it? I mean, just the offense not being able to stay on the field, and they were dry. I mean, they were drained out, man. I mean, when your offense is putting consistent zero points up and you're just not getting anything going, it's really tough on a defense to, to you know, to stay positive and commit to a game plan when your offense can't do the same. So I, if I had to say a positive, I think if you have this defense with, a, I'd say, even a below-average offense, I think it could be a very solid defense. I think we see the traits of a solid defense going forward, and I think you're seeing some guys step up. I thought Derek Barnes had some nice moments. Levi Onzerika had some nice moments. Elaine McNeil had some really nice moments as well. So you're seeing some growth from those guys, which is good. So I would say that's the biggest positive I saw in this game. Yeah. Um, I want to highlight some players that um, actually played well. Yeah. Um, Julian Okora. I have one more, but but go ahead. Yeah, yeah go Julian Okora, man. Julian Okora as well. Yeah, man. He's, he's coming down to his own, man. He actually had a really solid game. Don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but I do remember him getting a sack and causing a lot of um, – forcing mm-hmm. a lot of pressures. So he's a guy, you know, definitely mm-hmm. going to be here in the long haul. So that's something to be excited about, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. I have some other guys, man. I, I think we saw another step from Tracy Walker today. I thought he had another solid game. Almost got he an did. interception. He did. Uh, Jerry Jacobs, another guy, man. Just playing very well. Playing yeah. very well on the role. I, I've been impressed with Jerry Jacobs. Today was a tough task. They asked him to line up against T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. I thought he did his job, man. I thought he he looked very good. He almost had an interception as well. I, I like Jerry Jacobs, man. He's a solid football player. For yeah. the undrafted guy in the situation they told him to go into, he's he's been a fine, fine player. That's gonna that's gonna be interesting when um all these guys come back. 
like you're saying, Akuda, Malafanu. Jeff, Malafanu. You know, if he keeps us selling yeah. in that positive direction, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like, if he keeps playing well, do you take him out for, like, a guy like Jeff Akuda? Or, well, you don't have to worry about that this year. Yeah, obviously. this year you don't have to worry about that. But um, you found him, uh, Malafani. So what about what about him? Like that that, that might that might be another one. You don't even have to worry about this year either because he might be out done for the year as well. He might be done for the year. I thought I thought he had a chance of coming back. Man, he does have a chance of coming back. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, at this rate, I wouldn't be shocked if they just shut it down. We'll see. I mean, I'm not trying to foreplay that or guess on that. So he might be back. But I mean, I, I think that's a good position. You're getting some guys. Who didn't you didn't have much expectations for? You're, you're getting some step up from those guys, which is which is definitely positive. So I would say that's the biggest positive. Offensively, dude, I got nothing. Peneso had a rough game. Had a couple holding awful. calls. Was yeah, he, played, he had a he had an awful game? I would to say. I wouldn't say just rough. He had a he had a bad game. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Yeah, I mean Trey Hendrickson was killing him. Um, you know, as far as receiving core. Amonra was flashing at the end of the game, if you want to take that for anything, but that was just softball. I mean, those were just uh, don't get beat deep, basically, looks and just getting a little dumped out. So I can't really even go there. Offensively, I got TJ, literally nothing. TJ Hawkinson, maybe? T- uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> do you want, to, you want to talk about another misthrow? How about Goss misthrow to TJ Hawkinson? Yeah, talking about on the sideline, well, like towards the sidelines. Uh, that, yeah. I mean, that could have been, nope. that could have potentially yeah. been a touchdown. Yeah. And then also the, made a big chunk. the the fourth and what was that fourth and eight third and eight play? No, it was fourth and fourth and something. It was third and four no, third and this, four. This I was think. the fourth down play when Jared Goff Jared Goofball. Now he threw that shit away. Threw it, threw it away. Threw I'm, I'm talking about that play when um he had Swift, oh, Swift. and um also Swift. Hodge. Hodge. Hodge wide open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was talking about the one where he missed like I think like a player or two before. I, I, I know you talk, I know you're talking about. Yeah. All he had to do was uh, no, take I mean, some, take you know, put some air on the ball, and it would land it right to Hawk, and Hawk could have just went to you know got a touchdown, but he put too much air on it, and it went over Hawk's, <laughs> you know, able to Hawk couldn't grab it. You know, something we we, we talk about Jared Goff's decision making as far as reads. How about Jared Goff's decision making to what type of ball he should throw when he has an open guy? How about like he has a sideline guy, he's throwing like a freaking fastball, ninety nine miles per hour to, to DeAndre Swift. Or doesn't know when to float the ball. Like, I mean, it, we're talking about his problem of making, you know, not being able to make, you know, multiple reads. How about the his indecisions to make reads uh, to what type of ball he should throw in situations? He's throwing either a, a complete fastball in an unnecessary situation, or he'll throw he'll he'll float it when he should throw some little speed to it. I mean, the decision making of what type of ball he should throw has been a problem as well for this team. Yeah, I'm not really I'm not really too worried about that. I mean, Stafford didn't fix that till he hit about thirty. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean, it wasn't took Cole I mean, got here until Stafford started. Stafford's a fastball, everything, everything, everything. You're right yeah. for his face, and uh, <laughs> he's gonna throw that ball 99 miles per hour. I mean, that's just yeah. Stafford didn't fix I mean, that until Caldwell got here. So it's fixed I mean, that in 2014. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, Jared Goff. I mean, just there's a lot of red flags with Jared Goff. You know, he hasn't played well. This game is another example of him not playing well. I mean, right now, it just it comes down to can we win a game this this year? This is what's good. Malcolm, you see a lot of red, Malcolm, you see a lot of red flags. What's the positive with Jared Goff? Um, the positive with Jared Goff, I would say that he in a clutch moment where you would need like a two point conversion. I do have faith in him converting that. 
That that's okay. that, that's what I have to say. Like if <laughs> that's the one if, positive if, we got from Jericho. Yeah, I mean <laughs> he cut out, but the positive we got from Jared Goff, he could complete it to two point conversion, which is nice. That's good. It's good to, that you could complete two point conversions. But that's the only positive we got from Jared Goff. Y- yeah, I mean, shoot. <laughs> I mean, besides that, I mean, if if the Lions were down by six and they needed a score, and Jared Goff had the ball with like two minutes left, I w- I would have some faith in Jared Goff that all right, maybe he could sustain a drive and and get the ball in the end zone. What's the percentage you give him that he, that he, he scores? I give him a like Stafford. You, like, him, like Staff. Like Stafford, you're like confident. Like okay, he could score. You know, I'm, I'm giving yeah, him like Stafford, a seventy percent like, chance. Right, this is, yeah, I'll say with Jared Goff, I'll say a sixty five percent chance as far as confidence to I'm score, like, to score, to score, and tie the game wow. up. Wow! And if they need a two point conversion, I think Jared Goff could do it. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, as far as like positives, like what can you? Take from Jared Goff's game and like, all right, positive. What's a positive from Jared Goff? I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, he okay. doesn't make big plays. He misses receivers. Shit, I don't know, man. This hasn't been good. This has been a very. This had this looked like Jared Goff's worst year. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. I give credit to McVeigh, man. I just give credit to McVeigh what he's done with him and. Being able to have multiple winning seasons with this guy just shows how good of a coach he is. But we're not a Rams pod, so. All right. I mean, you want, you I want to get some back. speakers I, on there? I have to go back and watch some of like, the good days of Jared Goff because there's no way he was this bad. There's no way he was this bad in 2018. He, he masked his flaws, dude. He masked the flaws. I know, but how? How? Being able to get a consistent running game. Um, I mean, the, he had more receivers, obviously, better receivers. But maybe, maybe his, maybe in in LA, maybe he had a primary receiver that just always got open, and he just had to worry about reading the field. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's the only yeah. thing that makes sense because it looked like that he's locked onto his primary receiver, and then that's it. I got a, I got a little breaking. So Campbell and potential QB change. We're going to be looking at everything. Is what Campbell, what Dan Campbell just said. He didn't commit oh. to Jared Goff right now. Oh, so there it is. Everybody that wanted David Blau, you might get your chance. You <laughs> might get him. He said, we're, he said, we're looking at everything, and that was not a commitment to Jared Goff. We're looking at everything. I mean, shit. It had to, I mean, that, right. that, that's that's what he knows he hasn't been good. So we'll see, man. That That's going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. We got some requests. I'm going to bring them on. We got three requests. I'm going to start off with Tone. Tone, what's up, man? Big Tone, you muted, bro. Gentlemen, what's, what's up, buddy? What's going doing, on, Tyler? What's up, Malcolm? Doing, I'm good, man, bro. Listen. How you doing? I'm good, bro. So, how you so, doing? so look, right. I'm, I'm going to try to be as fast as I can because I ain't been up here in a while. You know what I'm saying? But I was at the game. So um, kudos to Derek Barnes because he balled. He was all over the field. He balled. Um, um, golf, golf, he the issue. I mean, the defense played solid first half, second half. Like y'all said, they was killing us in the run game. Um, I, I really would. I mean, our backups is horrible too. You know what I'm saying? Like we really don't have no backups. But like I said, I was at the game, so all golf was doing was like dick and dunk passes, like two to five yards. Like it's like he afraid to throw the ball down the field. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like is it just me? Like was I the only person seeing that, or do y'all? 
do, do y'all think otherwise? Because from what I've been seeing, golf don't throw the ball for real, other than five yards. Like he's comfortable with that. Other than that, golf doesn't throw the ball, for, you know, down the field. Like, and then they didn't run the ball as much neither. Like the Bengals were stopping it. They was having some good little running plays, but they didn't really run the ball this game. Like it was like they was just trying to air them out. And then the offensive tackle, I ain't going to lie, y'all. I mean, he cool, but I really didn't want him. I wanted Fields or Michael, or Michael Parsons, you know what I'm saying? But he got destroyed today by Hendricks and uh, what's the other guy named? Sam Herbert. Like, they was killing him. Like, he couldn't hold up. And then when they was beating him, he was getting penalty calls. Like, yeah. Do y'all feel like there's any quarterbacks? Yeah. Do y'all feel like there's any quarterbacks coming out of college that y'all would take in the draft? I mean, I know it's still early for the draft, but the 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 quarterback, you know, uh, class coming out of college is weak. Yeah, don't just. But quick, I mean, we still need a quarterback. Just real quick, if you could just mute yourself, where you're not. If talking you could just mute yourself, like, you're not talking because you're echoing. All right, so all right to answer your question, <laughs> quarterbacks coming out of college right now. Uh, maybe maybe help me with this title. I don't like anybody. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the only guy that would make some type of sense of, yeah, a good quarterback coming out is Carson Strong from Nevada. I think he's probably the only one. And I'm not even too impressed with Carson Strong, to be honest with you. I mean, he's a, he's a big arm. He's He looked nice so far, but yeah, damn it, who the hell has he played? Like, damn it, like, who, like, I mean, would he be able to put up those numbers against, like, Alabama? I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I haven't been really watching Alfred quarterbacks. I have to go back and make a a little deeper look into that before I give an opinion on a guy or or don't give an opinion on a guy. I don't know. I'm not really concerned about that right now. We'll, 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 you know, look at that later in the season, offseason, definitely. And we'll we'll try to figure that out. But as far as Panay Sewell, no, man, it was a really rough game for him, obviously. Awful game. A, r- a really rough game for him. You know, that, and that was the team that we, we thought was going to draft him, right? Cincinnati, and they made him look terrible today. <laughs> and, and I guarantee their friends are like, ha-ha, this is why we drafted Jamar Chase and didn't draft Panay Sewell in your face, Lions fans. Um, I, I guarantee that's what they I just hope when Taylor Decker come back, they put him back at left tackle and put Boy at right tackle. I'm not saying that, you know, it could really make a difference, but at least, you know, put Taylor Decker back where he belonged and but like y'all said, we for sure missing Frank Rag now because they bullied us. Like they front four bullied us the whole game. Like I left when it was seventeen when they scored seventeen to, when Joe Mixon scored and then they stopped. So I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go. Like it's over. With. And then when I left and Mister Walking to the car it was twenty six zip. But I ain't gonna hold y'all up, man. I just wanted to get on here and say my piece. Hopefully, you know Derek Barnes get a, a player of the week because he really balled. So appreciate y'all. Hey, man, uh, no thanks, problem, Tone. Yep. All right. I mean, yeah. No, I I, I think in the big picture, I think Penny still going to be a fine Yeah, play. I, 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 I still Penesu's do, too. I mean, play. he's having a rough – he had a rough few games. Um, But you got to remember, guys, he just turned 21 years old. Still young. Yeah. Huge exactly. future ahead of him. There's still a lot of growth. Um, a lot of growth. I, and, and, and now let's this, this, this open the conversation now because I know this was a big topic for you, Tyler. Should Penny mm-hmm. Be a left tackle when Taylor Decker comes back, or should they move him to right side? Now, after watching these few games, what do you feel right now about Panisul? I'm still a big advocate of developing him at left tackle, oh, but Lord. I understand. I, I understand the movement at, at right tackle. 
I don't know. I mean, maybe you just stick Decker at left tackle. You know what you have in Taylor Decker at left. Maybe you just go the safe route, and maybe you just develop Paneso at right tackle, and that's fine. If you have a if you have an offensive tackle that you could still develop, um, and he could be a very good starter for you, it's a win. So, I, I think that's what's probably going to be the move. Decker goes back to left. Um, Panay goes to right, and I think. You know, if they're going to keep him at right tackle, I'm fine with it. I just hope it's consistent, though, and they, that they could actually truly develop at right tackle instead of doing this flip-flop and switching back and forth. So if they're going to keep him at right tackle, I hope they just keep him at right tackle and, and keep it co- consistent. The truth shall sets you free. There it is, Tyler. <laughs> now, right, we got we got a couple requests, so let's get let's go. Uh, Kevin. Kevin, what's hey, up, Kevin, man? man. Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, having this. You guys are really great. Follow all your stuff. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it, Kevin. Yeah, I don't I don't know why people are so surprised that, you know, Jared Jared Goff people? is what he is. Uh, you know, it's so much of what we think we see in a quarterback is what's around them. You, It's very difficult to evaluate guys looking at stats and then say, and then say, oh well, you know, uh, this is what Matt Stafford is, and this is this is what Jared Goff is. You know, you do a, a switcheroo like we did this year, and you can see how much easier it is for a guy like Stafford. It's like he's playing pitch and catch over there. You know, Jared Goff today threw the ball forty-two times. Okay, he threw the ball forty-two times because he had to. Okay, they had nothing else going, and they were behind. Okay. Matt Stafford threw the ball 28 times. I think he was something like 21 of 28 with four TDs. Okay. If you only have to throw the ball 28 times, it's not that hard to play quarterback. You know, and especially if you've got, you know, an, you know, a guy calling plays, you know, like they have over there and you've got receivers and, you know, whatever. It's like, I mean, I'm telling you right now, if Matt Stafford had been – you know, drafted by a team like the Rams or whatever, he'd already have a Super Bowl ring. You know, I mean, that's, that's just, it's just the, that's just how it goes, you know? And if Jared Goff had been drafted by the Lions, he'd probably be out of the league by now. I mean, he's not, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I shouldn't say that. He wouldn't be out of the league. He would be a quality backup, is what he'd be. Yeah. You know, that but that's kind of what he is, you know? He's fine. He's like, I mean, we could do worse. I mean, if they're going to start blow next week, it'll probably be worse. But it's, you know, and, and think about this. And, I, you know, I don't want to keep going back on Stafford. But, like, there are so many people who didn't realize how good we have it, okay, had it back then. I mean, Jared Goff was making more money than Matt Stafford. Think about that for a second, okay? You can't win – when you give other teams that kind of a head start where you're going to have a worse quarterback and you're going to pay him more money, it doesn't work, you know, and that, that trade that we had with Stafford, I mean, I, I understand that, you know, kind of like, I mean, there are a lot of reasons we made that trade and we, we had to, first of all, we had to trade him. Right. And I understand why they did that trade, but it's like, like five years from now, that trade is going to be looked at as a total steal for the Rams, you know, because you just, you know, you can't, I mean, I mean, we're basically committed to paying, you know, Goff $50 million, 
You know, it's not it's not so much the difference between Goff and Stafford that was important in that trade to me. The thing was we was we were committing ourselves to paying fifty million dollars basically. And like the the most important thing in that trade was Matt Stafford. Okay. The second most important thing in that trade was the Rams getting salary cap relief for Jared Goff. Getting them getting someone else to pay fifty million dollars. Okay. Everything else was just an ancillary thing in that. Well 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 well, Kevin, they had to do that. I mean, Jared Goff had to be part of the deal just for it to to match up salary wise, and so the Lions could get the picks. The main part of the deal for the Lions was not Jared Goff. That was just, honestly the throw-in just to make it even so for the salary cap. It was the first round pick. No, okay, and, hold, hold on. You know, in the in the NBA, you got to make it even on the salary cap. Okay, they could have easily traded Goff yeah. to somebody else. They said that they had offers. Okay, and we could have taken Wolford. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Wolford, value wise, is better than Goff. Okay. I know this is hard for people to understand. Okay. But you only have to pay Wolford like half a million dollars a year. Okay. And, and so dollar for dollar, Wolford is better. Yeah. That's not who Brad Holmes I think Brad Holmes actually. Well, look, Kevin. Look at, but, oh, I, oh, I know yeah, he I did. No, but yeah. I know he wanted Goff. Okay. But like, that was the wrong move. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, right. right? I mean, can we look at that and say, I mean, you know, we could be, you know, we could be on an offer right now with Wolford. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, whatever. Okay, it's yeah, it, it's just that it's like this golf taking on golf and paying what's going to be fifty million dollars or whatever it is over two years. I mean that that's already hamstrung us this year on doing other things, and it's going to hamstring us for another year. But you weren't going to do anything this year, regardless with the free agency or next year. Like it, it didn't matter because the way it lines up the contract with or without the restriction, you could still move off on him in 2023, which was, I thought, always the plan to compete, which that's why I didn't mind taking Jared Goff's contract. And it, when you look at it back then in January, who gives you a better shot to win football games? I'm not saying now, I'm saying going back to January when he made the trade, Matt or Jared Goff or John Wolford. I mean, you cannot sell tickets with John Wolford as your starting quarterback. That just it, it wouldn't it wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't definitely wouldn't work. Okay, but yeah, but we could have we could have gone out and gotten a five million dollar quarterback or something like that. Yeah, you're right. We could have sold Patrick or okay, and you know, mm-hmm. and you can sit here and you can say, well, yeah, you know the, uh, um, uh, you know that fifty million dollars we weren't going to do anything with it anyway. Well, okay. But you can carry that $50 million forward, right? Okay. And the fact that we had to, the fact that we had to take on that $50 million, okay, you know what that forced us to do? That forced us to restructure. Oh, shit. Who's the, uh, who's the linebacker who we just released? Jamie Collins. That forced us to restructure Collins. Okay. So we couldn't cut Collins in training camp, which I think, I don't know, seems to me like if they hadn't restructured him, I think they might have cut him. Okay, and now we're sitting here paying Collins a salary. Mm-hmm. Okay, without Collins, so so getting Goff had so many impacts down the road. Okay, that it's just, I mean, I you know, I, I know Holmes wanted Goff. I get that. Okay, but that doesn't make it the right move. Yeah. Looking at it now, looking at it now, 
you're like, right. shit, <laughs> you know, maybe this is what's the best move. Um, that's yeah, hindsight, that's, though, that's, that's definitely know? hindsight. If we, if we would have got... And thanks, Kevin, for yeah, joining. Yeah, thank you, Kevin, for joining. Yeah, we, but like, like you said, Tyler, if we would have got John Wolford in the offseason, I mean, and then if, if that would have happened, we would have to draft I mean, okay. back. There, there's, there's no if and, and a but. Malcolm, Malcolm. Malcolm, when you make the deal in February, right, you're still holding some type of hope of Jared Goff being able to turn it around. Obviously, that hasn't happened. No, it obviously doesn't look like that's going to happen. But if you're trying to tell me who had more upside in February, Jared Goff or John Wolford or Jared Goff or Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm definitely taking Jared Goff because you could have potentially figured out your franchise quarterback if Jared Goff could have been the answer. He obviously isn't the answer, but and I didn't think he was going to be the answer. But I, I just don't see it being too much of a handcuff because you can move off of him and when you were expected to compete anyways. That's why I didn't mind the trial because you got a guy who has a ceiling to be a high player. He was a number one pick, obviously. So he has a ceiling to be a high player in a franchise quarterback and obviously hasn't done that. And you got him basically on a tryout, even though you were paying a little bit more. I, I'm okay with it because when, when you need the cap, you're going to have the cap. We weren't going to spend it on anyways. Yeah. Just because we have to restructure some deals that are going to hurt us this year and hurt us a little bit next year. That's okay because 2023 is the year I really look at, you know, wins and losses for this football team and, and taking that, that truly, truly next step of maybe winning a division, you know, m- maybe Man. doing some more, you know? Man, I'm at a point right now that I don't know if I want to see Jared Goff next year, man. <laughs> That's, oh, man. Well, he's here. He's here I next year, I know he's man. here, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, as far as quarterbacking and being the starter – well, I mean, if they draft somebody next year, you, you could always do Jared Goff starts the season, and whenever you think your rookie quarterback's ready, you could always um, plug and play him. That's if they go the route of drafting a quarterback, which we don't know yet. And we, we mentioned it; there hasn't been a guy that's been phenomenal yet in college football to to draft that early pick that we're probably going to own. It, it just depends what they do in the offseason and who they end up drafting and when they end up drafting a quarterback. Yeah, but you look at it this way we're going to be a top five pick regardless. Regardless of what happens, we're going to be a top five. Maybe yeah. may a top two, maybe a top three. We had the number one overall pick. Who knows? What quarterback yeah. warrants you a top five pick? So no matter what quarterback we get, it's a reach. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I know we're, we're talking about this a little bit too early, but shoot, like. <laughs> Give me one second, Malcolm. I ordered a pizza and this guy's pissed. <laughs> Hold up! You guys could you guys could get the inside scoop. Oh my god! This is why and this is why we're live, folks. We are live. Hey, how you doing, man? Tyler's getting his pizza. No, nah, man, it was a rough game. On me, I've never ever seen this happen before. Hold up, let me ask my buddy, Malcolm. What was the, Malcolm, what was the final score of the Lions game? It was bad. It was a thirty-four eleven. 34-11 was the final score. Rough game. Jared Goff stinks too, buddy. Yeah, he does, right? I've never, ever seen this happen before in the podcast. Yeah. Have a good one, man. There we go. We got our pizza, boys. I've never, <laughs> ever seen this happen before on the podcast before. Hold up. I got I to gotta drop this to my cousin. He's hungry right now. We, we live, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, don't say anything obnoxious. I'm alive, but here's the pizza. <laughs> There you go. What do you have to say about Jared Goff? Jared Goff? Hold up. Am I, could, I, could, am I allowed to swear or no? Can you guys hear him? 
Hold yeah, up. Hear him. Yeah, we can, yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah. So what do you have to yeah. say? Swear? Yeah, you're allowed to swear. Go ahead. Bro, Jerry yeah, Goff is ass, bro. This guy sucks dick. I'm telling you, we need David Blowjob. <laughs> He's a feature of the Detroit Lions organization. All right, thank you, Nick. There we go, guys. You got the inside scoop from the pizza man, inside scoop from my cousin. There you go. Hey Tone, um, I I see you. Re- I see what you wrote. I am I am not a fan of Malik Willis, man. Oh my lord, just <sighs> Tyler. Have you watched some of Malik, Malik Willis? Watched a little bit. I've seen some flashes. I think he's a fun player. I just don't know if he's oh, a franchise quarterback. Ask. No. <laughs> I don't know who watched it. This, this last game yesterday, um, against ULM. I heard he was rough. He was throwing the balls right to him. Yeah. I was like, this. I was, I, was, I was like, this is the QB. I was like, this is QB one. I was like, oh hell no, this can't be QB one. There's no way he was throwing the ball right to the cornerbacks, right to them. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No. I, I see him. No. <laughs> he had bus written all over it. No, absolutely not. Malcolm, I'm not gonna lie. My pizza's here now. I'm very hungry. Right, so yeah, if you want to end this, man, let's end it, bro. I, 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 think, you, I think it's time to wrap it up. I think it's time to wrap this up. Okay, we got one more. We got one more. David wants to hop on. We'll get David on, and then I'm going to go eat my barbecue chicken pizza. Wow, okay. Dave, what's up? Hey, what's up, y'all? What's going on, Dave? How you doing, man? Ah, uh, you know, another Lions loss. What can you say, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I got to give respect to Kevin there. That was... You can tell that's the the old man coming out from pre-Stafford days. I, I could hear it. He He's heard the years of backup quarterback is the best, the favorite player in Detroit. But I want to see, I want to see top level defensive player and maybe look at a quarterback with the Rams first rounder. What y'all think about that? I'm not, I'm not feeling Willis. You're saying use the Rams, You're saying pick, use on the Rams pick on a, on, on a quarterback? I prefer that over our pick. Oh yeah, absolutely. It depends. I mean, it depends who's out there, and you know, I think they'll take a quarterback at some point during the draft. I don't know if it's the first round, second round, third round, day three. Um, I think it just depends how the board falls, and if you think you could get a developmental guy, I don't know if you want to necessarily do that with a first round pick, but if you think you can get a quarterback who could potentially be a future, uh, future option, you know, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I just. I'm, I've never been a big fan of getting quarterbacks in the late first round. I think it's like you either get your guy or you wait till you can get your guy. If, if, if you don't like the guy enough to take him with the top five pick, I'm usually in the boat to not even draft the guy. That's just me personally. I mean, I think, I'm, I'm I, think it's, I think it's very, I think it's very rare that you could find franchise quarterbacks late in drafts. I really do. We've seen it. Obviously. I just think it's, it's hard. It's very rare. Yeah. See, I was, I was watching last too. week and I, I can't remember names now because I'm like eight or nine beers deep. So, um, but the, oh, he looks to be the fourth or fifth quarterback. I'm going to have to look it up again, but he looks to be like number four or five in the class. He's got, he's got a lot of traits. He's just really raw. Let's see. Was no, he's that probably strong? He's probably talking about Riddler. Do you know what school he goes to? No, it's not Cincinnati? Riddler. No, I want to stay the fuck away from Riddler. Okay. He's just yeah, Rost. Rattler. Oh, Ritter. Yeah, Ritter. 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 Yeah, not Ritter. yeah, Ritter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be shit. Okay, so no, he reminds me of a a less conscious Cam. Cam, he, he might be talking about. He might be talking about. Car- talking about I think he's talking about Carson Strong. He's it might be Strong. Cam? No, 
Ritter reminds me. He said Ritter reminds me of Cam Newman. Like, okay. He reminds me of a Cam who doesn't have as much awareness, which is not a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> but no, what Kevin was saying, if we would have got that other quarterback, say, we wouldn't be stuck with with Goff's contract, sure. But we could have we could have picked up someone else cheaper, not done Jamie Collins. You know, it's all hindsight, but it's whatever. We're stuck with Goff for at least one more year. Which is okay. It's okay that we're stuck Our with Goff. Our defense is looking year. looking decent with all well, these young guys. We, yeah, we're having, it looks like we got some hidden gems. Derek Barnes, I think Unzerike had a solid game when he got an opportunity when Williams went out. McNeil hey, I told you all I told y'all two weeks ago, Derek Barnes is the fucking truth. He's good, man. Yeah, he's a good, good football player. And, and Malcolm questioned it. He was like, well, I don't know about that. I told you, man. Derek Barnes is the truth. Hmm? I've been a Derek <laughs> yeah. Barnes fan since preseason. What are you talking about, I man? know you have been, but you, you told me to back up. He's a rookie, and he had some, some plays. You're like, oh, you need to back up on that. I'm like, no, Derek Barnes is the truth. Two weeks ago. You remember that, Tyler? You remember that, Tyler? I I remember something saying where uh, you said Derek Barnes is the truth, and it came off. It was after that Minnesota yep. game when he gave up that huge play. I mean, there, there's going to be growing pains, yeah. obviously, the guy. But the, <laughs> the guy shows the guy shows development and growth. I think that's what Malcolm thought. I think Malcolm was saying is like he's not the guy yet, but he has potential to be the guy. I think that's always yeah. Been I mean, I, I, I've been a big Derek Barnes supporter since since preseason, you know. But I was I was I was saying yeah. that you know he he will show up and down. He he will have his no. up and down plays. But yeah, yeah man, he's definitely. I love Derek Barnes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I I think I think you just misunderstood. I think you just misunderstood Malcolm. I think that's all. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Hi, Dad. (laughs) But I'm watching. Watching uh, Minnesota put it on. So I can finish. Hurts a good football. Finish off Carolina. Hurts a good football game. Yep. But but I watched I watched Teddy Hughes here, do his thing. Too, because I'm watching Red Uh Zone. So. Like that's something else we could have we could have done if we didn't get golf. We could have got a journeyman. I, I watched well, yeah, Kuglov not that was actually not do a spin move into another lineman and just take a damn sack. Actually make a play. That was the other offer was the Carolina Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater would have been in the deal. Yeah, but, but yeah. All right, David. Thank you for joining right. us. Have a good day, man. Okay. Looks like that's it. I think that's a wrap. I'm about to go eat, boys. I'm going to go eat off that terrible game. We'll be back tomorrow. Less little, you know, a little less havoc. No pizza man will be involved tomorrow's pod. <laughs> I hope not, at least. Um, and it better not be. No, there'll be no pizza man involved. <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay. Well, I hope you guys all enjoyed this. A little more raw emotion. Definitely a lot more raw emotion. <laughs> and we'll be back recording tomorrow and our episode will be dropped tomorrow of lions versus Bengals. final reactions and then we'll have a preview later this week of lions versus rams oh, no. I, I, don't, I don't know if i'm ready for that <laughs> oh, God. So, so with that being said hope you guys all enjoyed and i'm signing out guys peace all right y'all it's, it's your boy malcolm and I, i'm out tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.